Hey, Mystic Michaela, spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, I am talking about the different aura combinations. I got, I've gotten so many requests to talk about all the different aura combos, and I'm going to do that today. But first, sitting with my aura combo, Red Blue, Scotty. Hey, guys. Scotty, we have a podcast ghost. We do. We were. <laughs> yes. And we, yeah. We haven't named him yet, or her. But maybe we should at the end of this. Maybe. Yeah. I like podcast ghost. Just podcast ghost? Yeah. I like po- the podcast ghost. Okay. No, but seriously, so you want to do the background or you want me to do it? Yeah, you do the background. All right. So episode, what was it, 10? 10. Mystic Michaela's Halloween special, which always cracks <laughs> me up that we named it that. We really did. We took the podcast on the road and we went to, we went to a haunted house. Well, like a series of haunted houses that are in Yesteryear Village in West Palm Beach. And we went through, and you can check out, it's on, I think it's on either my IG or my YouTube, like we videoed it, and then we did a whole podcast there. And the last house uh, that we visited, the Pineapple House, was the worst energy I've ever felt in my life, like going in somewhere. And um, what's been weird is, you know, now we're on podcast, this is episode, I don't even know, 37-ish? Yeah. And... We were all the way to here, and people still message me saying that when they listen to episode 10, weird things will happen to them. And this has been going on in ter- like since October. Every week, I get a couple messages from people like, hey, I listened to you know episode 10, the Halloween special, and X, Y, and Z happened while I was listening to it. And it's like people, it, like it, I think it traveled, because we did it on the road, the energy traveled through the podcast. And when like certain people can pick up on the sensitivities and the vibrations. It's crazy. Well, I mean, even when we did, I know this was in the panel houses. This was for the other house, the Riddle house. We couldn't finish the podcast. Yeah. I and mean, it was very difficult because we both had that at the same time, a choking sensation around our necks. While we were, yeah, recording, we're recording our follow-up after visiting these haunted places. Yeah. Yeah. And you can listen to us having that reaction if you re-listen episode. to that episode. But... um. Very strong energy, but you yeah. collected some of the stories. Scott. I did. And I do want to say, I do want to do more of these. I do want to go to more uh, haunted houses. I don't. It was really scary no, and stressful. No, I, I think we should. Definitely. Oh, my gosh. But uh, so if anyone knows of any, please let us know. If, and if they'll have us. <laughs> um, some places, like, turned me down. Remember that hotel? Me, yeah, what hotel's like, we've never had a haunting. <laughs> Sorry, sir. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, okay. They were literally on a website saying they were haunted. And then, like, obviously they're all insecure about (laughs) it. Exactly. And they don't want people to, like, associate them with that. And they yelled at you. They yelled at me, like, for even asking. Like, I'm like, could we film our podcast there? No. We do not know what you are talking about, There is no hauntings. We know of no hauntings here. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. We're like, okay. Yeah. Maybe now they'll reconsider. No, I don't. I think they were real stressed out. They don't want. They don't want people staying there because they think it's haunted. It could be like a breed of people that show up to a hotel when they think it's haunted. Right. Like like a bunch of people like you, like who like ooh, look at this, you know, like real into it. Yeah. Well, if anyone from Salem, Massachusetts, is listening and you want to send us there, please. How cool! Feel would that free be? to give us an all expense paid trip to your town. <laughs> we'll take a vacation. We'll take it. We'll take anything. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Jordan said she was listening to the podcast. She had the phone on the table and her phone automatically sped up the speed 
around the 12, when there's to about 12 minutes left in the podcast. So kind of weird since she wasn't touching her phone. She so, wasn't even touching the phone. And then the, the speed, like when you hit it, like yeah. we started talking super fast. Yes. And it's never happened on any other episode except for that one. Never happened to her before. And there's other, another person said the same thing. Yeah. I got that too. I've heard that a lot too. The Brianna said thing. that too. Brianna's. Uh, Brianna said, when it carried over to the next episode, the speed went from normal to two times. Wow. Whoa. So a couple of those. So a couple of electronic glitches during it. Uh, Emily's eyes began to water. Okay. But she was also chopping onions. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, the, the thing was the one guy, he hung himself. Yeah. So there was a lot, like somebody told me too, um, that their neck was hurting while they were listening to it. I've gotten that a couple times. Okay. Um, this is interesting. Natasha said she finished listening to the episode, didn't feel anything earring during it, but she did feel a childlike energy pinching her left leg. Seriously? For a hot second. But it was enough for her to say, okay, you've got my attention. What do you want? Oh my God. That That's gave crazy. Me chills because it was children. It, well, two things. In the first house, the riddle house, a little boy fell out the window and died. And in okay. the last house, the pineapple house, Many black children who were stuffed in there while their parents were working the fields, like slave labor, suffocated to death. Hmm. So that could have been either of those situations. But I wonder if she said it was a boy because hmm. I don't know. Cause like she when, said a child. Okay. It just feels like a boy energy when she's talking about it because he was very playful. And like I felt him too when we were in there. It was like – and then when we went and we visited um, for the fair in January, my daughter felt that very strong too. The uh, boy energy in the riddle house, the first house. Hmm. That's crazy. Keep going. What else we got? Okay. This person said they were very anxious and on edge the whole time. Yeah. But that was not because of the ghost. That was because of me. Oh, you do bring that out in people sometimes. You make them a little anxious. I'm sorry about that. Uh, (laughs) Sorry for making you feel anxious during that episode. I was sweating profusely. Yeah, you were. You do say you were. It's true. Well, if you ever sweat when you're somewhere and there's no reason for it, that's a big indicator that you're channeling spirit, everybody, just Mm -hmm. so you know. Being sweaty can be a big indicator that you're channeling dead people. Okay. It happens to me a lot during readings, which is kind of gross. Julia said that on days, now this is in general, on days that she listens to our podcast, uh, she has like signs or synchronicities Maybe that things. is that's different. different. That's yeah. different, right? Because, okay, so we, I wasn't even thinking about this. She reminded me on the, oh gosh, because I didn't look it up before this, but the um, signs and uh, this, I did one on spirit guides. I did a podcast on spirit guides and how they contact you. And many people at that time, and, and even today, they'll message me like, hey, I was listening to that episode and this happened during it. Like a feather dropped in my path or this person said something funny to me like that. Or I saw yeah. this sign while I was doing this. And so I feel like whenever you tap into spirit, like they'll tap you back. Mm-hmm. So it depends how open you are to it. And, um, and you can decide like, you know, I don't want this certain energy, but I want that certain energy. You know, you always want it from the light. But that's it. That's all. That's a little different because that would be your spirit guides talking to you. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, Mary asked. Oh, sorry. Said um, while she was listening to the episode, she was on a walk and she saw an image of a man with white hair oh that God. flashed in her mind. Yes. I felt he died. She yes. said. She didn't think of anything until we posted this. Weird. Talked about it. That's the guy that hung himself in the riddle yep, house. Definitely. Wow, because he was a, he was a middle aged man. Yeah. Wow, like like a hundred or so years ago. 
Alyssa said, I listened to tonight, felt very on edge, heavy in her chest. Mm-hmm. She also was doing weightlifting. Um, no, I'm just kidding. People don't know when you're joking. They don't. <laughs> My dog got very alert, stood up, and really? started sniffing, barking at the fireplace and in the living room. Oh, man, the dogs. She was also getting robbed. Dogs always know this stuff, like animals and stuff. Whenever I wonder, you know, I second guess myself if I'm not alone or mm-hmm. there's, I always look at the cat just to see if he noticed something too. Yeah. Scary. Did you read the one from Kira? That's interesting. Oh, Kira, I, I, got, added, I got a whole. I added that one. I have a whole ton. Oh, oh from Kira. Yeah, let me. Yeah, add, read that one because like that was really cool. Okay, um, you wrote it. On I'll the, read it. Okay, so Kira, while she was listening to the episode, she does not live anywhere near here. And while she was listening, a phone, like an unlisted phone number with a five six one, which is the West Palm Beach area code, called her phone unlisted. Now she doesn't live in this state, so. How weird. It would be weird even if you lived here and that happened, but she doesn't even live here. And a West Palm Beach area code number called her while she was listening to the podcast. Wow. And that's where the houses are in West Palm Beach. Yep. That's... How weird is that? So, yeah. So, podcast ghost. Oh, and we, this we, one. We have a podcast ghost. I have to share this one because this one was, like, really crazy. So, um, this person wrote me. She said that she went to sleep, I guess, like, she fell asleep during my podcast. <laughs> Oh, that's nice. So that says a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> she felt, and th- but then she had like a dream. Yeah. And in her dream, um, there were children. There were three children, and there was a little girl who was a narrator telling her. This is Jane was telling me. Uh, Jane's the client telling me this was a narrator telling her the story, and they said something about. Um, underwater or something. Okay. Um, now I don't know anything else. Like, like the people that we talked to at yesteryear village were very, they knew everything and nobody said anything about drowning, but I do know that the kids in the pineapple house died via suffocation. Like they, they suffocated to death. So she said like children were in her dreams, like telling her, like, you know, giving her signs of like drowning or something. And uh, she just said it was like really weird and clear. And, you know, so I really feel like we have a podcast ghost. We do. I mean, I've only saw, seen a ghost once. Oh. I ever, did I ever tell you that story? No. Yeah, I went to... Is this a real story? Are you being silly? No, it's a real story. Right. Come on. Right. I went to this house once. It was a family. It's a very oh. odd family. Mm. Uh, like the brothers, the sisters, the mom, the aunt. Yeah? Um, yeah. Okay. They, they said they wanted to play a game with me. Okay. I played a game. Yeah. Uh, we played hide and seek. Um, <laughs> they, you know, I hid around the house. It went on all night. I was like exhausted they never caught me they never found me right and at the end of the night i couldn't find anyone there was just like bloody mess all around the living room whoa like nobody was there like yeah. their, their clothes were there but not right. them uh-huh. and then i looked into a chair and i saw like this flash of a ghost yeah and then i just left okay I didn't call the police or anything so hopefully it's a cold case <laughs> Maybe it was, yeah. i like when you pretend plot lines of movies are your life no no <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so All right. I'm, I am talking about aura combinations today, okay. and okay. you're a red-blue aura yes. combo, which I'm going to talk about, but I want your take. So when I go out, you know, the, the quarantine, and now everybody's, if I hear the new normal one more time, I'm going to lose it, but, like, right. everybody goes out in face masks, and I find it very stressful, and, like, I agree with them and everything, but it still, like, heightens my anxiety, Okay, and, um, like, how do you deal with it? Um, like, does I'm, it bother you? Well, no, I mean, th- I know now we have the term social distancing mm-hmm. and, you know, like when they drop the ball in January, you know, on New Year's Eve, they're going to be like new term of the, the, you know, the term of the year will be like, yeah, social like distancing. Do, yeah, the year in review. Yeah. For me, it's, you know, I never knew that. I never used that term before, you know, whatever, March, whatever. But, uh, I think, I mean, I like it. 
like you I, like I, it? I yeah. yeah, I've been practicing social distancing. I've said this right my yeah. entire life. And now there's a name for it. Yes. And now everybody's setting things up the way I would have set them up. So you don't think it's like mean when people like avoid you? No. See, <laughs> see, see I like it. Like I always thought, oh yeah, grocery store, let's put up lines. Like you stay there. Right. And, I, and then the next person will stay that much behind that person and the next person behind that person. Right. So like now finally at the grocery store, I don't have to be like, all right, I'm going to put my cart in the way. Because I, uh, I used to put like my cart in the way yeah. so you wouldn't get so close to me. It's true. People sometimes do have boundary issues, yeah. space bubble issues. Yeah. And now like if, even if like I'm out and someone gets a little close to me, like now, you know, I'm like, hey, come on. You know, yeah, stop it. Like social distancing, <laughs> six feet, 10 feet. Should've, they should have made it like 10 feet. I feel like because we live here and a lot of people are from, are from New York, New York City or that yeah. area. Like a lot of people, like I've seen people correct each other. Yeah. Like to their faces, like, hey, stand back. Yeah. Like, and, and it's just how they talk to each other. Right. <laughs> and I think you're one of them. Yeah. So, like, hey, social distance much? I mean, it's fantastic for me. <laughs> I mean, not that, you know, I'm, I'm upset that all these people have passed and I don't want to get the thing. I mean, you already had the corona, but <laughs> I, you know, I didn't. And, uh, you're saying that's the bright spot. That's the bright finally spot. Finally, people are acting the way you want them to. Finally, people are acting the way I want. Yes. Okay. Like on the beach. Like I remember one time we went to one of the islands. Yeah. Like saying it was a nude beach. It was a nude beach. Oh, my God. That was awful. I forgot the name. It was Saint, uh, which was the name of the island? Saint. Uh, Saint. One half is one. Martin. Saint Martinique. Like Saint Martin, Martin. Martin. And then it's Martine on the other side. Yes. One Saint side's Martin nude. and Saint Martin. Right. So like if you're nude, you're on Saint Martin. If yes. you're clothed, you're on Saint Martin. Yeah. That was like a that. mess. Yeah. So Images we went. Images burned in my mind that will never <laughs> leave. Yes. Never. Right. <laughs> I mean, eventually I got into it and I stripped down too, but. You would have um, too. I think you would have. <laughs> I was getting there. We, we had the kids. We were know. with your parents. Yeah. I mean, I'm not doing that. Well, they, well, we were on a walk alone. It was just a. It was like a lot of naked guys. It was a but, lot of old naked men. Yeah. Let's be honest. Sure. But like when they give you like a, a seat on the beach, a lounge chair on the beach. Yes. And they put every single chair like next to each other. Yeah. So like I was sitting to like next to like a naked, naked Italian guy, and. You yes. were, and there was no even room between the two chairs. And, and I'll one-up you because you forgot about this. I know what? you did. What? They come around, the, yeah. pe- the island workers, yeah. like the people from the island will come around yeah. and be like, hey, can I give you a foot massage? Right. Can Naked. I- yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 They're like, hey, you want to buy this jewelry? Yeah. And like, I'm purple. So I'm like, all right. Like, yeah. I'm not going to get naked. But like, right. hey, you want to rub my feet? I'll right. pay you for that. Like, that's cool. Like, I'm into that. Like, let me see what jewelry you have. That's cool. I'll <laughs> buy it. You're like giving them all nasty they looks. Were, everyone, we were like You're sardines. like, well, you don't touch me. Yeah. With your <laughs> now today, I assume those chairs are now going to be di- a distance apart. I don't think there's anybody going apart. there because there's no cruises. But if they it was did, on a cruise, yeah. So so okay. So I'm loving this. We digress. Yeah, we digress. Um, but um, social distancing, social distancing good for your new I've been getting, experience. I mean, this is weird. I, this is like almost like a backhanded compliment. Mm. But I've been getting a lot of compliments. Like you look really good with your mask. <laughs> so I mean, like I'm thinking to myself, like, wait a second, what? Like what? Like wait. Like, so like the mask has actually improved my looks. <laughs> so I'm happy about that. So I wear the mask only for look improvement. No, stop. Yeah, no, it's improved my looks. So I'm happy about that. Let's get into it. Today. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. So today I'm talking about aura combinations. But before I go into all that, I want to do a quick revisit of some frequently asked questions I have been getting. Things like, you know, why did the aura machine slash lady at the festival slash quiz I took online tell me I was a different aura color than you did? Um, So here's the thing. I see colors. 
I see them plain as day around people. I just do. I can't really speak for others and what they see. I just see colors around people, same as I see their hair or what they're wearing. It's something that's normal and real to me. I don't expect everyone to believe that. I know it sounds kind of funny. Um, I don't expect people to agree with it or, or anything. It's just my own truth. I do get many, many, many messages from people saying that their four-year-old niece, nephew, neighbor, kid, you know, child, et cetera, said they saw the same color as I did in a reading around them. That happens a lot. Little kids will correlate, will agree, will say the same thing I do. The point here is it doesn't matter really what the color is. It's what, it's what resonates with you. And that's with any reading you will ever get. You have to ask yourself, did it resonate? Even like if somebody gives you advice just as a friend, did it resonate? Uh, If you read a book or you watch a show, did it resonate? If it resonates, meaning if it stirs something inside of you, which is like an ancient voice, a resounding peaceful agreement of yes, then listen to that only. I truly feel the purpose of my gift of seeing colors around people is not for you or anyone else to believe that I see colors. That would be like ego-based for me. I don't need you to think I'm right, okay? It's for you to believe that who you are is something special, that it's ordained by that which is greater than us, that it's authentic, that there is a path for you to do great and purposeful things, that there is a path where you will feel aligned, satisfied, challenged, passionate. And I truly feel that the purpose of this gift that I have is to give you some sort of a context in which to see yourself, a gentle shove on the path which was preordained by your soul contract. In episode eight, I talk about soul contracts if you want to go back and listen to what those are. But it's just a way for me to help you see yourself. That's it. It's a lens. I see it in colors and colors are fun and they're approachable and you can be whatever color you want. That's fine. (laughs) So I just wanted to address that because I do get a lot of like, You know, but the psychic lady at the county fair said I was orange. It's like, listen, if you want to be orange, be orange. That's fine. Like what I say next is important to you. And then the most, you know, if it resonates is the most important thing. The other number one question I get is, do our auras change over time? The answer is yes and no. When I see children before the age of three, they have a vibe, a hint of an aura color. But it doesn't really form for me to see around them until they turn around three. And I do love seeing pictures of people when they were kids. Like if you send me an email reading and then you send me you as a, as a child, it helps me a lot actually. Because it will tell me with more clarity what your colors actually are. People normally have two aura colors. They can change. This is where they can change. Um, like usually you'll have two aura colors and that's you. That's how I see it. It's authentic to you. That's how it signifies to me if you're off your path or not, if you're on your authentic colors. or not. I don't know how I know they're authentic to you or not. That's more of like a feeling and a spirit message I'll get. Like some, something feels natural to me on you or something feels unnatural to me on you. That's how I'll know. But... People normally have two authentic to them aura colors, but this is how they change. They can change their hue, their shade, their amount, how you wear them, the concentration of them, if you're pushing them away or not. 
uh, that can change throughout life. But a lot of that has to do with what is going on around you environmentally at the time. I talk about this a lot on episode 16, throwing shade in aura color, and also episode 20, inner child aura. So anyways, old pictures of yourself versus new pictures of yourself. That's why I always ask when I'm doing phone or email for a selfie that you took just for the reading because it it changes. And I can tell what space in life you're going through looking at the colors around you currently, how you're holding them, what you're shutting out. And I can also get the inauthentic colors that you're wearing. And I just did an episode about that too, inauthentic aura colors. I'll figure out what that is and tell you. Um, because you can wear different colors inauthentically. That's like a big thing. That is episode 30. I did that on inauthentic aura colors. And yeah, then you can wear a color that's not yours. Why? People wear inauthentic colors for extended periods of time because of life contexts, situations, jobs. Um, I talk about this on that on episode 30. They don't feel that they are equipped to deal with life as they authentically are. That's their agreement. So they feel like they have to be somebody else. This is all super subconscious. Also with, with married people or if you're in a relationship or something, like I'll see many more empath, you know, the indigos, the purples, the blues, the turquoises absorb their partner's energy. So I'll see like absorption. I can tell, okay, you must be married to a green because you have some green on you, stuff like that. And Overall, though, you have your colors, who you are, and you feel your best when you're holding just those and not allowing anyone or any situation or your ego to hijack them, meaning nothing or no one is using you for your own interests and you aren't feeling like you have to compromise who you are to be accepted or loved. So the general rule I see with aura colors is that, you know, you have two aura colors and and they're never the two logical colors. This has exceptions, but 99% of the time, that's what I see. So that's, when I say logical colors, I mean like yellow, red, and green. I never see a yellow red or a green red or a green yellow, never. Very rarely. And usually it's like a really weird situation, but, and they're not a cool person or something, but like that's the general rule. So usually it's like a logical color with an empath color or two empath colors together. The empath colors are blue, purple, indigo, and turquoise. Pink is also an empath color. Um, It's an emotional color, but it's such a rare thing that you don't, I don't see it so much to talk about it too much, but I'll mention it today. So I have seen that, but two emotional colors can combine together. That happens a lot. So here are some major combinations, which I see a lot of purple and blue. So now would be a good time to clear this up. Purples. There are two types of purples. When I talk about purples, it's, it's easy to spot the loud ones. I talk about how they're intuitive, spontaneous, rebellious, free-spirited, free and of course, they're creative. But I will get purple people totally not relating to that. And they are your more noticeable purples who are, they're the ones like grabbing the mic at karaoke night and singing away. And then there are the other purples who just would never do that. They're the more of a subdued purple. But there's still all the things that purples are, just a little less spotlight about it. So you don't necessarily have to be center of attention to be purple. You can kind of be off to the side getting all sorts of information, you know, and having lots of opinions about everyone you see, you know, around you. 
the traits are there, but you're less vocal about them. However, I'll see the same things, purple bombs. I'll see rebelliousness. Don't tell me what to do. Leave me alone. You know, they can't handle being micromanaged. They will put their foot down, stuff like that. They're just not as loud about it. I will see purple and blue combinations a lot. And depending on the person, because one size does not fit all when it comes to aura color, they tend to go back and forth between the colors. So purples are more observant and resilient when it comes to seeing energy and understanding what it's about with others and environments they are in. Whereas blues are more absorbent and sensitive to it in a way which makes them feel like they have to do something to fix it. The colors can go against one another sometimes. Sometimes the purple will want to end a situation or call someone out or walk away, and then the blue will want to come back in and fix it, heal it, take care of it, be the one to make it all better, and they can flip-flop between the colors. And the ego can, can, like, of course, as it always does in all of us, come in and hijack your colors and tell you, okay, you know, can hijack your your purple and tell you you're being a doormat, you know, you're not letting, uh, you're, you're letting everybody use you when you're just doing something to be nice. And it can hijack the blue and tell you you're selfish if you walk away from something that's toxic. So it's a back and forth here, and every purple and blue will go through it. The do I or don't I narrative in their minds daily, constantly, and it's a lot. So I see a lot of flip-flopping between the two colors. And some people will lead with a purple, or some people will lead with a blue, or some people are just very balanced, and they'll just kind of flip-flop between the two, depending on what's going on. Not all people wear their auras the same. It has a lot to do with your programming, meaning how you were raised. It has a lot to do with just your intentions, your soul contract, you know, what you're here to do, things like that. But that's general how a purple-blue deals with things. Purple-yellows. So purple-yellows, this combo tends to get stuff done. I see so many of the purple-yellows running their own businesses or their own practices in some way. They create and they organize and they do it all themselves. They're very self-sufficient. They are totally like the kid at school that's like, I'll do this project by myself. Please don't help me (laughs) like that. They have a creative flow, but they don't let it take them down rabbit holes. So like a lot, it's interesting because purples are usually very creative in some way. And the problem is, is purples are also, you know, usually self-destructive or they can get a little bit like all over the place or scattered or I'm totally not talking about myself, but like when you're yellow, you can kind of, your yellow comes in and organizes you. So the yellow can rein in that purple and they can organize their art. That's why they're so marketable whenever they do something. Like even in the spiritual world, like I'll see the purple yellows, they just like market their messages so well. It's like, oh man, you said that and you organized it and you made a whole workshop about it. Cool. You know? Like they, they just are able to do that. Um, as artists, same thing. They can market it, organize it, get it out there. They can sum it up for us, all that kind of stuff. They make it more digestible for us. I will often see them as interior decorators. It's kind of like that combination of art plus organization, photographers, real estate agents. I see them in marketing, really good at marketing. The list goes on, but it's basically a combination of artistic and creative outlet plus an ability to make sense of it. There are sometimes even in fields where they help others, but they're very direct and they don't know how else to be. Um, I can see them in nutrition or, or health, uh, you know, diet, exercise, things like that. They will get even life coaching. They will get an intuition and they will give it to you straight. That's any field they're in, that's how they talk. If they are your real estate agent, they're not going to butter you up about how you can afford more than you think you can. If you work with a purple-yellow, they see 
all the nonsense you see too, but they have this like Teflon on them, like nothing sticks. And they have this vibe, almost like the clingers or the toxic vamp, the energy vampires or the toxic people know intuitively like, all right, don't, don't even bother. Cause like any sort of attachments you try to get on them, it falls right off. They're loyal and they'll help people who want to be helped, but they won't suffer those who are just needing coddling and attention because yellow purples are a tougher crew. They don't handhold anyone, especially themselves. Blue yellows. So it's funny with blue yellows, almost all the time, the blue's in control of the yellow. It's funny because with the yellow purples, the yellow wins, but in the blue yellows, the blue kind of wins. So in blue yellows, the blue will always kind of influence the yellow. The yellow will be more of a servant to the blue. That's why I often see blue yellows in medical fields or any sort of healing profession. They can take notes, you know, make the paperwork make sense. They can do things which are about observing and making logical choices based on what they feel needs to be done. And they have that blue to feel out other people's needs. Usually a blue yellow will see without even asking where the need is and they'll jump right into action. So for example, like the first day of school, they enter the classroom of their kid's teacher and all of a sudden that teacher doesn't have to worry about any of the parties the rest of the year. It's been taken over. Um, They have lovingly and they do this lovingly. They do it without being controlling. They just take things over. They'll organize meal plans for the family going through a traumatic event, for example. Or they'll take over in a family situation the care of somebody who needs help because they're sick. They just do. And they don't even think it was an option not to do it. So they have this tendency not to get the thank yous for things that they should be getting gratitude for from people, which I notice this is always something blue yellows have to work on. Like they don't take the thank yous. They run away from the thank yous. And then they think like, and and if you tell them like, wow, you know, you really stepped up and you really helped me. Oh, it's nothing. Oh, they'll minimize it. It's like they get uncomfortable hearing it. It's almost like they want to organize for the sake of organizing chaos. But at the same time, like it's important to accept the thank yous and the gratitude, not just from people, just for yourself, you know, to, to hear thank you and to, to stick around for it, even though it's awkward. Blue yellows will have a hard time with that. Green blues. So as we know, greens are smart. They're lonerish. They're kind of stuck in their ways. Um, and when combined with the blue, they can get extra stuck because they don't want to feel others' interpretations of what they are doing. Because they don't understand that as a blue, they do have empathic abilities to feel others' judgments, emotions, and attentions focused on them. And the thing is, they feel all of it, but they think that's reality, and they think that's their own thoughts. So they can oftentimes develop a fear of making any sort of change in their life because they don't want to feel anybody else react to them making a change. They don't like to rock the boat because they don't want to feel other people dealing with the waves they're making, which will limit them. So this is, this is so dependent on how a green blue is raised. If a green blue kid was raised to be a pleaser, it is so hard for them to shake that off for the rest of their life. If a green blue kid was taught that risk is great and you have to push through and keep looking to goals and you know, we're, we're going to love you no matter what. It doesn't matter if you please other people or not. The goal is what matters. Then they're more able to achieve anything they want in life. So it's, it's crazy with the green blues, like the programming at an early age is so incredibly important, even versus other combinations because it gets more stuck in them because they're green and greens are very stubborn on their programming. It's hard for them to change it. It's just, they're hardwired to kind of think the same way their whole lives. 
and they're less flexible with their thinking that way. So depending on programming at an early age, these green blue people have the ability to manifest amazing things, you know, run companies, um, create incredible abundance. But if they were too much leaned on for the reason of making others around them happy, if they were raised to be a pleaser, basically, they can live life in the shadows, avoiding attention. And like I said, it's hard to make a green change. So you have to catch them young to do it. Adult greens can get so stuck, so hard to reason with because they are energetically people who just make their own perspectives and do not take in other perspectives. It's like a tiger changing its stripes. It cannot happen as easily. You know, anybody can do anything they want to do, but when they are balanced, when they, when they have worked through this stuff, they make amazing family members. They love to provide and their whole life is about creating legacy and abundance for people whom they care about. This is the goal of the balanced green blue makes a ton of money and is a great family family person. They just want to give, 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 and create, 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 create. Green purples. Green purples are creative. They have that green ability to see things from the outside in, and they have the purple ability to see things from the inside out. So they have an ability to create, produce, and they usually end up in some sort of media-related field where they create content. I often see them as artists with a vision. They can be very aware of others. So they're amazing at reading other people and picking up the nuances of their personalities. And they can also be amazing at seeing the whole picture, putting things together to create this artistic overall content. That's why I usually see these colors working behind the scenes as producers and sometimes in the spotlight as artists. But while they're able to connect with people and really get the love of them, they can have a hard time putting others first. They can have blinders on a lot when it comes to others' needs and wants and what they could do for them. They can be a little self, self-centered self is what I'm trying to say. And again, it depends on the programming, like how they were raised to be. Like if they were over-nurtured or under-nurtured, um, sometimes it can have the same effect. The green-purple can see life as a rat race or survival, or I got to put myself number one. I got to be number one. They can fall into that a little bit more than the other color combinations. And they are good at reading other people, but the green in them can use that information for strategy rather than for empathy. So they, it, it, again, it depends on how they're raised and what their intentions are. But they are creative and they are usually found in the spotlight and they do usually do very well with making money and creating abundance in their life that way. And they're good at speaking. People listen to them. Red blues. Reds are leaders and they need things done their way. They are protective and they take over with the blue. So the blue is not in charge in a red blue. The red's usually in charge. So reds will help those that they feel are worthy of helping and not so much others they don't really connect with versus like the blue purples or um, even blue yellows where they feel like everybody gets help no matter who you are. Like reds can choose and they do not feel guilty when they make these choices. Uh, Depending on how balanced the red is, sometimes just like the rest of us, they will pick the wrong people to help, especially if they have more needs 
their their need is more to feel important and powerful and in control versus than actually helpful. That's like the ego creeping in, hijacking the red and telling them to be alpha male for survival or alpha female for survival. This again is a programming thing. All these colors, all these colors, by the way, are affected how you were raised. You always have the ability to clear them and balance them and make yourself authentic. Again, that's what you go through in a spiritual awakening. You have to reset yourself to what your soul truly is. But reds do have a need no matter what to be in charge. And their intention is to help others, when, especially when they're balanced. And they want to be the one to do it. It's always in their own way, though. They, they, they do have a control issue. But they mean well. And that's how, that's how they can be kind of misconstrued sometimes. Um, but usually with red blues, like their ideas are the good ideas and other people's ideas aren't, but that's just how they work. They're very good at reading people though. Red blues, they can really see people's intentions very well. Animalistic almost in the way that their instincts work on reading people's characters. The red purples, these are, this is a tougher crow. This is a tougher color combo. I said it a million times. It's like, it's like the army sergeant and the rock star living in the same body together. Like, imagine that. Like, the colors are so opposing that they will oftentimes go back and forth between the two in life. And it can be like hell in their minds, in their energy fields. Because red purples are very hard on themselves. They can be a little rough around the edges to others, especially when you cross them. Don't cross a red purple. They are also incredibly engaging and bright and shiny, and they inspire so much confidence, and people like just gravitate towards them. Red purples are the type that will take a challenge that is downright cruel to themselves, and they'll tackle it. Physical, you know, challenges, business, personal challenges. They will do things which defy odds, and it's only because they are constantly at war with themselves is why they will toil and bleed and cry until this it gets done. It's about effort with them. No one tries harder than a red-purple with something they have decided to get done. Um, it's funny because Bethany Frankel is a red-purple, and... You know, you see, like, she is rough around the edges, and you, you you can see that she does kind of no filter. Red purples have an issue with a filter. No filter there. But, man, nobody tried harder than her when there was all those things going on, like the, the what, Be Strong campaign when she was doing, she was getting charter jets and bringing things to Puerto Rico, and, and just she was in the ditches getting, like, in the dirt, handing people cash. I mean, she hustled. She got that done. That's that's kind of like just the red-purple way. They're just very, very, very tough, but they mean well, usually. Again, any color can have a bad intention or a good intention. Colors do not reflect intention. That's a whole def- different thing. Turquoises. I just want to like turquoise in general. Turquoises amaze me. I have had more and more turquoises come to me since starting this podcast, which has been great because it has allowed me to learn too. Turquoises are so mysterious. So turquoises will hold other people's colors or energies, we'll say. They have the power of reflection. That's their power. That's their gift. But an unaware turquoise, which most of them are, because this is obviously a very non-talked about thing, an unaware turquoise does not know they're able to do this, so they can think they are whatever they are reflecting. Just like the mirror you hold up to your face It's not your face. It's just reflecting it, such as the turquoise. Except the turquoise, it's unaware, will think that they're whatever they're reflecting. Being around a turquoise 
will cause you to reflect yourself onto them, which means they're going to start recreating your behaviors or they're going to start absorbing your issues or things that you have going on or whatever. And the point of this is for them to like know they're doing it and articulate it back to you so you can like see yourself clearer. But usually they just think that's them. And then sometimes what happens is they'll get with people who do reflect all their stuff on them and then will take out their own issues with themselves on their friend or partner or whoever who's the turquoise, leading the turquoise to have a very underdeveloped sense of self. So they have to reevaluate when they're turquoise. Turquoises have less boundaries than any other empath. I do get turquoises who will get false. Like when I do quick aura reads, I do them really quick. Like I'm just like, okay, blue, yellow, okay. It's like what I literally see. Like I'll just say it. But turquoises, then when they come for an email reading, it's like different because I'm digging and I don't dig during a quick aura read. Turquoises, like, they're tricky to read. And they're tricky to get a vibe on, too. Even if you don't see colors, like, turquoises are tricky to get a vibe on. So the thing with turquoises um, is they hold on to so much of what is around them. They, they don't project colors. They reflect them. So it's kind of like asking what color is a pond. What co- you know, because, like, the color of the pond today is dependent on the world and the environment around the pond, what it's reflecting. You have to take the water out of the pond and look at it in order to understand what color the pond is. That's like when I, that's what it is when I read a turquoise. That's what it feels like to me. I hope that made sense. It's kind of tricky. Pinks. Oh, then turquoise is like, I just say like with any combo, like um, I'll see them with all sorts of, they can be with, like with any combo, the turquoise, but usually I see them like with yellows or another empath color. I, I have not yet to see a turquoise red. Have I seen a turquoise green? I have not seen a turquoise green. Pink purples. Pink purples have the ability to manifest like no other. Generals, generally yellows are very good at manifesting too, but pink purples are just like brilliant at it because they're like childlike at it. If you see how kids want things sometimes and they just show up for them, like that's how pink purples are, but like with adult things that they want. (laughs) The thing to do is, the thing that they do is they rely on that pink to make their like fairy tales come true. Just like those Disney princess movies, the, the, you know, the princess is always looking out the window, you know, in, in their horrible, crappy life. And they just know that the prince is coming. Like that's how, such is the pink. That is how they look at life. They do the exact same thing and it happens. And the rest of us are like, how the hell did you do that? <laughs> like, seriously, didn't you see you were living in this like awful situation and then something completely opposite came? When combined with the purple, it's more of an artistic nature. Like they had to work for it with their own talent. When combined with yellow, like pink yellows, however, you'll see more of an aesthetic nature. Like they live in a world which is perfect. They have beauty all around them. But pink purples tend to make their own career with some sort of talent meaning that they're the center of it. And pink yellows tend to attract a lifestyle without them doing so much other than just the manifesting. So an example would be like Paris Hilton is a pink yellow and Britney Spears is a pink purple. It's a subtle difference, but the effect is this. It's a, they're kind of got this caged ver, bird vibe and um, artist that's the pink purple and the yellow. It's almost, it's already there And it just comes to them and it's not always about anything that they did. The pink purple people usually like 
they're singers or they're, you know, they're creatives or they're doing something like Marilyn Monroe, things like that. Pink yellows, they just kind of exist. And everyone's like, wow, you exist like that. (laughs) Any pink, mystique. Mystique is a big part of being pink. It's just some sort of fantasy escapism romantic vibe naive it's it's great it's like a child but like a a grown-up so that's my aura combinations i'd love to hear your feedback on it um if it resonates with you what you think about it anything that i missed that i could use in a future episode and let's discuss hey there scott hey so yeah i was talking about aura combinations you know, you hear a lot about that around the house. Oh, yeah. I mean, we do that all the time here. The best aura combinations for different things of and course. whatnot. Red blues are the best. <laughs> so they say. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Well, I, I, you know, I was thinking while you were doing that, that I've, over the years, I've found myself in some crazy situations. Yes. Okay. And... I feel that my red blue has gotten me through some pretty good mm-hmm. and sometimes not. Right. So I want to go through, I have some situations I've been in. Some of them you know about, some of them you don't. Okay, yeah. And I want to see, like, is my red blue the best combination? Right. Or maybe if I had a better combination, right. that would have worked. Okay, okay. okay. So like, so this is like like the best or a combination for our, for situations Scotty has been yeah. in. So crazy okay. situations Scotty has been, been in, in. best Situation. Best aura combination. So I'll kind of set it up for you. Okay. And then you tell me what's okay. the best. All right. All right. So it's like Christmas. Oh, okay. Um, I run into like a group of European terrorists. Ooh. One of them has a name, was named Hans, by the way. I feel like I remember this. He loved a walkie-talkie. <laughs> um, I don't have any shoes. I left my shoes at home. Ooh. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of glass. I keep stepping on the glass. You know, I sometimes say, yippee-ki-yay, mother... <laughs> Uh, well, you know, is red, blue, is that a good combo for that? <laughs> yeah, red, definitely. <laughs> okay. Definitely red. red. Like, what, why is, like, does, is he trying to help somebody or is he just trying to kill everybody? Like, you what's know, his intention? Okay. Because then I can decide what his secondary okay. color is. He's trying to save the day. So, I mean, I mean you, what, your... Me, yeah. You I, were I trying mean, to save the day? Yeah. Red, blue. Red, blue. That's a red, blue. Okay, so, so that, that was perfect. How, how'd that end? It ended basically with a lot of police cars. Okay. No I'm wrapped in a blanket. No paperwork. <laughs> I become best friends with one of the police officers. <laughs> and we then do this like five other times. <laughs> I feel like I remember that. No, you don't. You don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me do another one. For yes, you. give me another situation <laughs> yes. you've been in. Okay. Well, we all know that I once egged the house. We do. So I went to prison. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's not far fetched. <laughs> um, <laughs> For some reason, in prison, I know a guy that knows how to get things. What? He got me a little tool for sculpting. So I spent my days, like, hiding under a blanket and, like, sculpting a tunnel. Uh, I'm really, I was really good at accounting at the time. So I was, like, doing the books for some of the officers. Should you be telling this story publicly? No. (laughs) I basically dug my way to freedom. That's why I'm here today. Oh, my God. So would my red blue work for that? No, I'm no. surprised that even worked for you. That's a green person. That's a thing. green. You know, okay. like the accounting, the patience. It must. I mean, how many years did this take you? I uh, many many years, like twenty years. Greens have patience yeah. like that. Like it took me longer wait. than. Oh, actually, older than I am. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Yeah. Green. Green. That would be a green thing. What's so, the secondary color? So I'm surprised that would have to be. Oh, and I was really nice in there because I, I helped people learn how to read. Oh, but then someone died. Oh, the guy sad. that learned how to read died. They shot and killed him. That's awful. Yeah. Um, green, blue. Green, blue. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. Here's my I'm third one. Surprised you survived that, not being green blue. But yeah, it was great. I got out. It was raining when I got out. I looked up at the sky with my hands up. <laughs> that must have been a moment. Yeah, it was. <laughs> All right. The third situation I was in. You liked rocks a lot back then, too. <laughs> yeah, I made I made little rock things. Yeah. Um, I one you know at nighttime it get late at night. Hmm. One time I dressed up in costume. <laughs> I put on a robe and then I put on an animal mask. And I went to this, like, weird mansion where they had, like, all these codes and secret names for things. Nicole Kidman was there for some reason. I don't know why. You were there, too. And there was a lot, you know, you know, speaking of the new beach, there was a lot of nudity. Oh, boy. So, yeah, what would that situation? Like, I mean, the red, blue, I, I was, like, freaked out. Okay. You know, that's my green person's game. That's a green. Is that like a weird like sex thing? It was, I, yeah, I think that's so. a fetish. With animals. That's fetish. Yeah, fetish. Yeah, so green. What would be the secondary With animals? Um, oh, we were dressed up as. Animals. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a green purple. Green purple. Yeah, you know they like things a little wild, okay. a little artistic. All right. Um. So yeah. a, a bit of a production. That wasn't for me. No. Wasn't for me. No, not for you. For no. a green purple though, it's fine. All right. Yeah. Well. Okay. Another situation. It's I was, weird that you did that. It was. Well, you were, I, there. you I were there too. Don't you were actually that. enjoying it. You were actually. I was like, what are you, Mystic Michaela? Jeez, what's going on here? Don't tell all my secrets. Yeah. I mean, everyone, it was really weird because Because why? <laughs> it was really weird. Why? Because <laughs> everyone was kept asking me if I was in Top Gun. I don't know why. Okay. Um, I didn't even the heck, I didn't know what the heck they were talking about. <laughs> and then they asked me like to do a dance in my underwear. Oh um, my god! Da, 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 da. All right. So the next thing I found myself, I was in for some reason. I was in Iowa. What year, Iowa. What year was this? This was like two years ago. Okay. Um, I was hearing voices. Oh. And then the voices were telling me to do weird things. Mm-hmm. So you know, I had a I was a corn farmer at the time, and I made a field. And I took all my money and your money that we had made it in our business and I took it and I spent it on making a baseball stadium. And then I just played baseball with imaginary people. And then I went on a road trip to try to get more imaginary people to come there. Right. So everyone thought I was crazy. That was a real dark time for our marriage. Yeah. The banker came to the place. He yeah. said, you're crazy. You're going to lose the farm. <laughs> Call, you know, I don't, I don't, it was a dark time for our marriage. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. But then at the end of the day, everyone started seeing the people. Okay, so, so it was okay. So what? Or, and they, inexplic- they inexplicably came. They came. Yeah, because <laughs> you built it. Yes. Um, right. uh, <laughs> that's, uh, I don't even know, dude. That's like a green person thing. A lot of green here. Yeah, like because green people like get it in their heads to do something. Mm-hmm. And that would have to be like a green blue thing. Green, blue again. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with that. Like the dream, the passion, following it. All right. Yeah. Like just focused on eyes on the prize there. Yeah. Again, I wasn't really into it. So um, another bad situation. Again, that's that's, that's a bad. Bad. It's a bad aura combo to figure out there. Okay. Because it could be just hallucinating. Now, I went through another phase. Mm. This was before you. Oh. I was really into wearing hockey masks. I like to go to sleepaway camp. What? Um, I really felt the need to hurt and kill people in a gory way. Okay. Um, I didn't really like to talk, so I kind of just like sneak up behind you without saying anything. Oh, my God. Uh, and a lot of times I, I wanted like a cat to jump out 
and scare someone before I would kill them. Oh. Now, I didn't do the actual killings, oh. but what aura color would that be? <laughs> what? It was just, I would just terrorize sleepaway camps. And, okay. you know, then eventually my mom oh. thought I was crazy uh-huh. and she chained me to the bottom of the lake. Good Lord. But I didn't drown. Why? Uh, I, that's <laughs> what we don't know. And we don't know why I came out of the water with a hockey mask on. Why the hockey mask? I don't know. <laughs> that's like a sociopath. Right? We're just going to have to go green again. And I hate to pick on the greens, yeah. but that's like sociopath okay, green. So, sociopath green, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, that one might have been a dream. I don't know. That, that might not have really happened. But the other ones did. We've got to talk about that. We do. I don't know uh, <laughs> if I can stay with you. <laughs> After all these stories. Uh, and this one is the most recent one. And you know you know me. I've been doing weird things lately. Mm-hmm. So I've been uh, wearing a lot of makeup. You know, I've been like trying to like make my, you know, like, like make my smile. So I've been putting yeah. on like a lot of red makeup. Yeah, it's been disturbing. Um, the children. I haven't been eating. I lost a lot of weight lately. I, you know, I don't, I don't like to eat anymore. Quarantine's been hard on you. It's been really bad. I, you know, sometimes you've seen me dancing weird in the streets. Yes. You know, that's part of this. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to watch late night television now. Yeah. And I like to talk shows. Yeah. I want to be on one of those talk You're shows. You're obsessed with Fallon. Oh, God. Yes, Fallon. Uh, <laughs> um, and, um, you know, you know, I really want people to like me. Oh. And, you know, when people don't like me. Yeah. Uh, I, get, I, get, I get a little anxious. Yes. do bad things. Yeah, that's like purple indigo gone wrong. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can't cross us, the purple indigos. We yeah. lose our shizzle. <laughs> don't even be mean to us. All right. Well, so, I'm hoping to get out of this phase. That would have been a better, better aura combo to deal with it than your own. So, okay. So, of all the ones that you say would fit me the best, yeah, I'd probably be the first one, the Christmas yeah, guy. Yeah, like what, like when, I, when, when, when on Christmas, Christmas when you saved the day and when walked on glass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Best aura combos for these things. All right. Uh, Excellent. All right. Then we've had an interesting life. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys. Thanks for. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to that. And you made it through that. You're we, a, re, we love you. You're a fan because you could have turned it off, yeah, you but could've. you didn't. Yeah, that's the thing. You had the opportunity to turn it off. But you didn't. But you didn't. Which means you're one of us. Yeah. You are one of the MMSF. Come on over. Join our Facebook group. You probably belong there if you finished this. Also, hey, if you could leave a review, a five-star review, like we really appreciate it on our iTunes podcast. Have a great day. Bye, guys. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.